When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show. Are you ready? With guest host, Bobby Bones. So I got to go and spend a whole day with Jerry Jones. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And so I've been a massive, lifelong Dallas Cowboys fan for like four months. <laughs> it was the most amazing experience. Earlier on the show, Sam Monson, NFL Network analyst, Scott Pioli, Vanderbilt men's basketball coach, Jerry Stackhouse. Still to come, three-time Pro Bowl running back, Chris Johnson. Plus, Rich checks in from the NFL Combine. Sitting in for Rich, it's Bobby Bones. You got to check out the podcast from today's show. Fantastic. Our guests, I mean, Pioli, Stackhouse, Sam. I mean, it's just it's great stuff there. So go check out. Search for Rich Eisen Show. That's how, that's, how I, that's how I listen to it. So about to check in with Rich. He's at the Combine right now. You think Rich enjoys, or is there a day that he starts to get tired at the Combine because it's so much? It's a long day for him. You know, him and Daniel just kind of sit in that booth and they're, they're whispering. It's like Vegas. Yeah, you got like, like two days 40. before you're exhausted. And then what's the perfect Vegas time for you? I, Seems like 30, 36 is kind of the perfect, 36 hours. I like to, and I used to be a big poker player, but I don't drink, and my friends all get way hammered, so I got to kind of babysit them. So I'm going to say two days. That's it for me. And I just learned a lesson today, and Rich is on with us right now. Uh, my hero, Rich Eisen. And Rich, I learned a lesson not to make fun of TJ for the 32 teams that he likes or his favorite teams because he got pretty upset at me during the break. He was letting me have it. Bobby, uh, that's <laughs> called the third rail with him. Mm. <laughs> um, or, or I'll just put it, uh, three, three being a, a factor of the number of teams he actually uh, roots for. So I think it's, you know, uh, what, like one quarter? Would that be, TJ? Three yeah, times I'm not good at math, man. I don't know. Well, I've learned a lesson about the culture of the Rich Eisen show, and that is <laughs> TJ loves a lot of teams, but don't bring it up because he will still be angry at you when you go to c- commercial. Yeah, I screamed at him all through break, Rich. You know me. Very sensitive. Very sensitive. How are you doing, Bobby? I'm good. Everybody. I'm still angry at Bobby, clearly. Yeah, clearly. (laughs) Hey, what's what's the vibe there? We know the vibe here. TJ's mad at me, but what's the vibe there today? Because yesterday, a different feeling, but what's happening now? Uh, I'm actually walking through the convention center to Lucas Oil um, for day two. It's the cornerbacks. Um, and uh, it's it's the second deepest group of prospects apparently for for Daniel Jeremiah, my colleague who sits to my right in the booth. Uh, the deepest were the the edge rushers. Man, last night I, I got to tell you they get bigger, stronger, faster. Although um, 
uh, Nolan Smith, the kid from Georgia, it wasn't the biggest. Um, he's 238 pounds, which is like 50 to, you know, 70 pounds lighter than a lot of the other defensive linemen that were running. But he ran a 4.39 last night and jumped 41 and a half inches on the vertical, which is, you know, the the way of saying somebody jumped out of the gym. He crushed it last night. And a stat that came across that um, uh, since 2003, since we've been kind of doing this combine on NFL Network, uh, in terms of anybody over 215 pounds, uh, there's only been two other guys who have jumped over 40 inches on the vertical and ran faster than uh, 4-4 at the combine. And the two other guys are Brees Hall, the Jets running back they chose last year, and DK Metcalf. Mm. And this guy's this guy's coming for quarterbacks. I mean, that's a running back and a receiver. This guy's coming for quarterbacks. And um, that's what it showed last night. If these guys get bigger, stronger, faster, chasing down quarterbacks. And tonight, the back end of the defense. And uh, they're apparently just as talented. So with Nolan Smith running so fast, but also dealing with an injury all of, you know, for the most of last season as well. So if a yeah. team was like, well, he's, he's been hurt, let's not, we'll knock him down a little bit. Does this kind of lift him back up to even, or does it even propel him farther than that? The fact that he's such an athlete. I think it's going to propel him pretty damn far, man. It's funny. I don't know if you guys caught the coverage yesterday when you did it, but uh, the initial, the initial was uh, four, four. That was the initial number that we clocked him at, and that pissed him off. He took his phone, who somebody apparently told him that he clocked it at 4-4. He threw it down in his bag, like he got really angry. And then he shot, and then he, uh, the official comes in at 4-3-9, and he was now suddenly like in a much better mood. <laughs> Stacy Dales, our colleague on the field, went up to him and interviewed him on live TV, and he starts talking about how, you know, this is the way he wanted to run, and we showed video of his Georgia teammates watching him and at a watch party and going crazy. And at one point, he then says, you know, Georgia, great spot. I don't know if you know, but we've built a new restaurant in our locker room, and they serve steak and lobster. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, that's kind of on brand, right? Yeah. I mean, Georgia, they win in championships. They're serving surf and turf to their five-star recruits. I mean, my gosh, uh, I'm glad that he used the platform because I think Georgia needs the publicity. <laughs> so it all worked out for him and the Bulldogs. Well, talking about the Bulldogs, obviously there's a lot of talk about Georgia taking over Alabama as the powerhouse. I mean, even they, it was said to Nick Saban's face during the national championship game. So with all the right. talent out there, though, in the, at the Combine, do you feel like with the folks there, the athletes, that you can actually see that as well with Georgia kind of oh, yeah. taking a step up? Hell yeah, man. I mean... You could see it, um, but, you know, tonight, I, I don't know how many Georgia defensive backs there may be left after they, you know, got a whole bunch of them over the last few years. But, you know, the kid tonight that uh, that I think is going to be um, front and center, just make me feel uh, older, is Joey Porter's son from Penn State, one of TJ's many teams. Um, and, um, you know, I mean, I just remember Joey Porter blowing up Super Bowl forty by blasting Jeremy Stevens, the tight end of the Seattle Seahawks. He just went all in on Jeremy Stevens. And now here we are after Super Bowl 57, his kids working out of the combine as a star corner. It's just, um, 
things go by fast, Bobby, you know. With Jalen Carter coming back, how did that affect the mood? How did that affect? Did you see him at all? Like, what happened with him? Yeah, I mean, he was on the field. He was on the field. I mean, I guess he came back and he did the interviews with some of the teams that were just eager to know what's going on with him. It really didn't affect any mood. I mean, like today, um, I don't know. Did you guys play any of the sound bites from the quarterbacks? We did. We did. Yeah, we did. How great. You play Will Levis talking about he's got a cannon? We did. Yes. Play that one. I mean, come on. We equated that to right, how, Big Al hitting dingers, Rich. It was the, <laughs> would, that's it. That's right. He just hits dingers. He's like, I got a cannon. That's why I'm going to show it off here. And I, I freaking love that. And C.J. Stroud saying he's the, he thought he was the best player in college football the um, last two years. I love that sort of bravado. I think it's great, especially since if C.J. Stroud was the best player in college football the last two years, I mean, that just makes Michigan's wins over Ohio State sometimes <laughs> even more impressive. Something that I think I'll point out on the broadcast tonight. Um, so, you know, and Bryce Young saying he's always been this size. I love it. I mean, that's tomorrow. That's, you know, they're going to sling it. Uh, I heard this great story about Anthony Richardson um, <laughs> told by John Beck, okay, who, uh, by the way, I got his number. He's going to come in studio. He's one of the you know, top throwing coaches in all the land, you know. And so he, um, he told this story about how um, somebody came up to him recently. I think I might have even been right here at the combine. And he was talking about throwing and uh, – was uh, no, it was a workout recently. That's what it was, where a whole bunch of prospects were. And he's talking to quarterbacks about throwing. And some dude comes up to him and starts talking about quarterbacking in a way that was really specific, and he thought it really odd how this linebacker would know so much about quarterbacking, this big dude. And he walked away, and somebody went up to him and said, what was Anthony Richardson telling you about? <laughs> and he's like, wait a minute, that's Anthony Richardson? Like, yeah, he's that big. He's that huge. And his arm apparently, like, standing flat, he'll throw it 70 yards in the air. I can't wait to watch him work out tomorrow. That's the guy that so many people are going to be. Once we're through the Bryce Young and the C.J. Stroud of it all and talking about Will Levis and where those guys wind up and what they're doing, that this kid is going to be top 10 when it's all said and done. And this kid's going to go to, like, Atlanta or Carolina, and or he might jump the line. You know, like, this is his physical abilities and attributes, while apparently not yet day one ready. Um, I think he's going to light it up tomorrow, and it's going to be um, it's going to be a conversation over the next few weeks about him. Obviously, the comp has been Josh Allen, both to him and to Levis. But when you look at him and how raw he is, one of those teams, they're going to have to play him early, right? If they draft him, that, or they're going to have to go get another quarterback to play in front of him. Like, What do you see as his future then in the next couple of years if he does go in the top 15? Well, again, that's, that's the whole point of this is, is, is the, um, it's the whole puzzle. You know, Tuesday after the combine, franchise tags are handed out, and then uh, the Monday after that is when the, what's it, what are we calling it again, Chris? The negotiation, negotiation period. Thank you. Uh, that's when that begins. And then, uh, uh, the Wednesday after that is when the new league year 
everything becomes you can sign and become officially a, a member of another team. Who's going to sign these veterans? Who's going to be Jimmy G's new home? Who's going to be Geno Smith's home or new home? Who's going to land Derek Carr? What's Aaron Rodgers going to say between now and then that will affect all these pieces? And who's going to sign where? And then who's going to not get them and choose a rookie and push him maybe further along than he's ready to be pushed? Or who is going to tell their new signed quarterback, guess what? There's a new baby in the house, you know? And, um, and well, you, it's your job to help him grow. I mean, these things can be discussed with Derek Carr and Jimmy G and Geno Smith right now. And, you know, they'll say, we're, we're evaluating all options, but you're our guy. And then uh, one of the options becomes a rookie. That's, that's the next few weeks. That's the drama of it. And that's the you know, reason why shows like uh, this one exist, to keep chopping it up every day. Are you a believer that if you play a quarterback too early when he's not ready, it actually stunts his growth? Nope. Yeah, uh, you're talking to a Jet fan, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, asked and answered, Bobby. I mean, asked and answered. So that's the, that's the, the, that's the conundrum here, you know? That's what uh, we were talking about earlier this week or, or when Andrew Brandt was in studio or whenever that was last week when he was in studio talking about um, when do you move on from a guy, when does a team... Uh, move on from a guy and the, the, the issues of growing older. That's what Susie talked about with Amy Trask and you guys on, on Wednesday about aging out. A quarterback can age out like Rodgers might be doing in Green Bay. And, and, and pushing somebody too fast. Not ready for it. And, and you can't pretty much know when that's going to be the case. Hello. I'm saying a little Reggie Wayne. That's a name drop. Hey. Hey. Um, that, so that, that's the that's the question. That's the $60,000, 60000000 million question with, with Rodgers. You know, when, when do you do that? Who's going to tell Daniel Jones? By the way, the conversation here is that there's no way Daniel Jones, Chris, is getting $40 million because the Giants will just uh, franchise tag him and be done with it. Thank you. Um, that's the conversation here. But then um, don't but you have to pay so, him next year, though, if you do that? Like, is it the same you, thing, you same story? To, I don't know. Or you franchise tag him this year and you see how he is and then you let him go. Or if he performs, um, or, yeah. And you, and you sign him. I, again, uh, these are all puzzle pieces that so many teams have to deal with. And those that don't, boy, are they lucky. That's why you keep trying to find that one in the draft. What's your favorite combine drill to watch? You know, it's, my, it's a new one. They just started about two years ago. It's called the hoop drill. And it's for defensive linemen and linebackers to see how they can dip um, how, and, and I guess get in a, a certain angle by dipping to mimic how, how they can get around the uh, edge of, a, of a, an offensive line. You know, Dwight Franey's here. He was the king of that. Like, you could make a 45-degree angle. Von Miller with, you know, his, his shin to the ground. Like, you could draw, like, a, it's, a, it's an actual perfect geometric 45 degree angle and and they mimic that by making them run around a hoop and pick up a rolled up taped up terry cloth towel pick it up and then run to the next ring and bend over while moving it to figure eight and putting it down 
and they yell at them if they throw it down or thrown outside the ring. They want to see them pick it up, put it down in a figure eight as fast as they can. And um, that's also started, the drill starts with the player in a three-point stance and my favorite device here at the Combine, which is football on a stick. They take a football, they put it on a stick, and the coach just mimics a snap by, by moving the football. It's just great, man. Hoops, towels, football on a stick. What a win. It sounds like they're just trying crap. All right, boys, what can we do this year? <laughs> what, what obstacle course can we set up and it'll look fun for TV? You know, and I yeah, love I love watching the combine. Until it becomes like American Gladiators, right? <laughs> Correct. Like over a moat, right? Over a moat, they have to they have to swing from one rope to an X. The guy's jousting. Yeah. It, it is kind of wild. I'd love to see it a good three-legged race. You know, or, you know, or the, or the potato sack. You know, and that they pay them money, oh. and we have them racing the potato sack. We <laughs> act like it does something. Like we can really test the agility of the. Uh, but we throw them and see who's the fastest potato sack racer. Wouldn't that be novel yes. and fun? An egg on an egg on a spoon. Absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> it's field day from fifth grade, just at the combine. Correct. Okay, yeah, Rich. With cones with cones and Bill Belichick. <laughs> We're yeah, gonna, we're gonna be watching. We love watching. Uh, also, thanks again for letting me fill in for the last couple of days. Hey, it's been thanks awesome. For, thanks for doing it. Thanks for doing it. There really he is. Appreciate it. Sounds good, guys. Take My care, hero Rich. and yours from the NFL Combine. Shrimp cocktail. Rich Eisen. Shrimp cocktail, as in the one at St. Elmo's. I've, yeah, I've had that. Rich isn't into yeah. it. He'd rather go to Steak and Shake. I guess though, it's so cliche at this point yeah. that if he did it, he probably wouldn't even tell us because he just doesn't want to be cliche. Uh, Sponsored by Monster.com. Rich being out there. Monster.com can help you tackle the job search and make your next career move. It's time to get off the sidelines. Go to Monster.com and win the job hunt. Well, fastest guy around. That's right. He's next. Chris Johnson, former NFL superstar, pro bowler. And dang, I would get him on Madden. You aren't going to catch me. Chris Johnson next here on the Rich Eisen Show. I'm Bobby Bones. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash Eisen. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs 
costs all in before you purchase. So all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Let's talk with Chris Johnson. Follow him on Twitter at ChrisJohnson28. Let me do a little, little intro here. NFL Offensive Player of the Year, he had that. First Team All-Pro, 2009, three-time Pro Bowler. The NFL record, 2,509 yards from scrimmage in 2009. Finished second in the 100-meter at the 2004 Florida 4A State Championships. And here he is, Chris Johnson. Hey, Chris, that's finishing second in the 100-meter in 2004. Does that still haunt you? Yeah, man, it still haunts me. It haunts me a little bit, man. (laughs) I was saying before uh, you came on, like when I was like Madden, Back in, you know, 2008, nine, ten, like I had to get Chris Johnson because that was a dude that was going to run around the corner all the time. Did you ever use yourself on Madden? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to use myself all the time on Madden. Anytime I played, I used myself and stuff like that and give myself the ball every, almost every play. You being so fast, at what age did you start to go, I'm faster than everybody? Was it 8, 14? When did that happen for you? Um, I think it was like around 10th grade. It was around 10th grade. I had raised my older brother one time, and, you know, he was always faster than me. And uh, that was my first year getting to play with him on the football team. He was in tw- no, he was in 12th grade. I was in 9th grade. I'm sorry, it was 9th grade. He was in 12th grade. I was in 9th grade. I ended up beating him in a race. And then after that, that's when it, I just started being faster than everybody. When you're playing in high school – is it man amongst boys in that you were so fast, you just expected to dominate the high school game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I was fascinated, especially when it came to the football field. Like, when you ask me, does it hunt me as far as the, um, the second place at the state meet? It does, but I know I didn't give my all into track. I didn't take it serious. I just used track to get me faster for football, so... Um, that's where it hunt me at because I feel like I could have took track, track a little, little bit more serious and um, I would have had a better outcome. But I always was a football guy first, so it, it's all right. I enjoyed that. I'm with Chris Johnson, former All-Pro running back. What was the, the, the biggest jump for you? Was it high school to college or college to the NFL where you saw the talent and you went, oh, man, I really got to work hard if I want to be elite here? Um, I would say from high school to college, um, just because I was so small, I had to gain a lot of weight um, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking, like, from high school to college, everybody's good. Got all these big guys and stuff like that. So I would say that. Looking back as you were recruited in high school and looking back at your recruiting rankings, were you only a two-star? Is that accurate? Yeah, yeah, I was a two-star. I wasn't really recruited like that. Um a lot of people looked over me and stuff like that, so I think that's what helped me keep a big chip on my shoulder and continue to work hard. And um, even when I got to college, want um, even work even more hard. Um, my goal was always to be a first round pick, and I made it happen. Did you feel like you were being overlooked, or that you had so much room to grow that you actually could be a better back than they were giving you credit for? Yeah, I, how, 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 um, that's what I'm saying. I was the 
according to the state meet, I was the second fastest guy in the whole state of Florida. But how do you look? Do you look at that as overlooked or ruin the growth? Uh, overlooked. I'm gonna go overlooked. Yeah. <laughs> Right, we're talking about the state of Florida. We're not talking about Maine. Uh, we're talking about Florida, the second fastest in Florida. And you could say the first, the fastest football player in Florida because the guy that beat me was actually just a track runner. He went to the Olympics. I think he finished second in the Olympics in track. So we're talking about a true track guy. I was a true football guy. So I was the fastest football player in Florida, second fastest um, athlete in Florida, so I would say that's overlooked. Do you feel like you could have been an Olympic sprinter? I know I could have. If I would have, if I would have, like I went to college and gained fifty pounds. If I would have stayed at my one fifty, one sixty, and continued to work until track series, I'm, I know for sure I would have been able to be a be a uh, track athlete. We have been talking a lot about the combine, which the combine you ran a four two four forty, which obviously is flying. Do you keep up with? Who runs the fastest every single year because you flew? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I watch it every year, see who the fastest guy is going to be. Um, can't wait to the running backs and receivers and cornerbacks run to see what type of time they post. What could you run now? Uh, I don't have to run now. But <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking of doing the run, rich run thing, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see what I can post. <laughs> what do you do every day? Because I feel like like you did it. You did it. You did it at the highest level. Like what do you what do you, what do you do now? You wake up in the morning and what does Chris Johnson do? Um, work out in the morning. Then after that, meetings or like different things. I'm trying to get involved in as far as real estate. Um, I got a coffee shop. You know, like those different things. Really. You, you got a coffee shop? Do you ever go in and serve coffee or do like undercover boss and they don't know you're there? Nah, nah, nah. I just go there and have meetings sometimes and stuff like that. I was listening to you talk on a podcast about your combine experience. You said it was not a good one. Why? What happened during your combine experience? No, it's, I'm not saying like that, being that I had a bad combine experience. I had a great combine. My thing is just like what I thought the combine was really not. Like, I'm, I'm thinking I'm going to the combine to work out and stuff, but you got to take all the tests. You got to take all these different tests, all the different, just all the things that you got to go through with the combine. Um, it's just not working out. People think it's just working out, going to lift weights, doing drills, running. But that's kind of like going to that. Chris Johnson's on with us, former All-Pro running back. Again, ran a 4-2-4 at the Combine. I'm going to ask you one final question about the Titans. Their quarterback, Tannehill, last couple years. You know, a lot of people saying maybe they're going to move away. What do you think the Titans should do? Um, I, I, I don't want to – there's no knock on Tannehill. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I just think he don't fit our system. I don't feel like he fit the Titans system. Uh, we need a guy that's going to be able to throw it over the field, throw it deep, so they can back their defense um, out of the box. But we're not playing against 8-9 in the box every down with Derrick Henry. Yeah. And, and how long do you think Derrick Henry can do what he's doing at the level he's doing? He's a big guy taking a lot of, a lot of shots. 
How many years do you think Derrick Henry can do this? Um, I think he can do it a couple more years. Um, you know, they get a guy in there that, that, that can spell him, um, mix those carries up, not giving him the ball 30, 35 times a game. Um, I think he got some years left in him. You miss it? You miss playing? Um, yeah, I've been playing from time to time. The actual games, not I'm not gonna say the practices and stuff like that. You ever jump in like a you know pick up flag football game and don't say you're Chris Johnson? You'd be like, hey, I'm Willie. I'd like to jump in, and then you blow oh, the doors nah, off. Nah. No, no, nah, I ain't doing none of that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, we we appreciate you, man. At Chris Johnson twenty eight. What's the name of your coffee shop? Where is it? My name of my coffee shop is Just Love Clearmont. And that's in Claremont, Florida, I'm assuming? Yeah, down in Orlando in Claremont, Florida. Yep. There he is. I used to use him on Madden. I used to root for him. I used to I draft him in fantasy. You ever draft? You ever have yourself on your fantasy team back in the day? You ever do that? No. No. Nah, I never. Uh, I did. Well, I had you enough. Don't worry. Don't worry. There he is. Right. Chris Johnson. Chris, thank you for the time, buddy. All right. Thank you. All right. See you later. I feel like I could have done another 15 minutes. So I had a little phone issue there. But Chris Johnson, pretty fun to talk to. You ever meet him, Chris? Did he? I feel like he came in here once back in the day, right? I feel like I'd be Chris Johnson's friend. I don't think he would be my friend, but I would want to be his friend. <laughs> like, I feel like that's that. So, Chris Johnson, thanks for joining us. I got asked yesterday by one of your listeners, and, you know, I got some feedback on my performance here by your listeners. I'm very semi-thankful for that. Nice. Semi. And <laughs> one of the questions was, hey, let me ask you. Because I didn't know who I was outside of this. Like, how much How much you get paid to do this? Talking to me. Like, how much you get paid to do that show? Someone asked you that? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And I thought... That's bold. Yeah, whatever. They're on the internet. You know, what am I going to do? And so here's the, true, here's the true story. This is what I told them. Whenever they said, hey, would you like to fill in for Rich? I was like, Are you, is this a joke? And they said, no. I said, okay, that's awesome. And they said, well, here's what it pays. And I said, you know what? It's such an honor for me to do that. I don't even want to take any payments. So I, I'm getting paid nothing. But I'm going to tell you how cool of a guy Rich is. Because this is where it flips over to Rich. And where like my respect for Rich has just grown immensely based on how he's talked to me away from work and the really nice things he's done. He's like, hey, you know, because they were going to pay me whatever amount, a few thousand bucks a show or whatever. And Rich was like, okay, if you don't want to be paid, I'm going to donate it to your animal shelter that you work with. And I was like, that's awesome, dude. Like, he didn't have to do that. And so, yeah, that was a situation there. And I just like to, again, shout out Rich Eisen because I know that you listen to the show all the time. I listen to the show all the time on podcast, actually. And I always like to know, like, the people that I feel like I know, if, like, they're real good people or not. And every way that Rich has been with me from coming on my podcast, I do a sports show called 25 Whistles, to just making sure I'm taken care of here. It's been A+. plus. Even that move where I was like, I don't want to be paid. I'm going to come. I'm going to do this because I just love it and love all you guys. And then Rich being like, we're going to take that money. We'll donate to your favorite animal shelter then because I work very closely. So that's it. Rich is awesome. <laughs> Now, when I left the show yesterday, you guys were like, let me tell you the real truth about Rich. I'm not going to share what you guys told me then. <laughs> I don't feel right about that. That's cold. But it's even with you guys, right? Like, I, I listen to you guys. I feel like I know what you guys put out there. But I've got some questions for the guys I'd like to ask. Oh, jeez. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. And now you can pass on only one. Uh-oh. If you, I've been given authority. If you pass on oh, more than God. one, you get fired. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> mm-hmm. Chris, I'm coming to you. Let's oh, do it. Oh. You have five questions here. Five questions. It's easy. Just so people can get to know you a little better. Who do you love? Who do I love? It's an open question. Who do you love? I'm kidding. Man, I love... Cage? I love Sarah. I love Cage. I love my mom. I love my sister, my mm-hmm. brother, my dad. You my family, gold, grandfather. You Tom love Brady. You can say all family. You can, you can, yeah. I have all family. 
I love Paul Pierce. <laughs> you love David Ortiz. I love Ortiz. David Ortiz. Okay, now we're getting somewhere. Okay. I love Who, Carmelo oh, Anthony. Okay. Who's the guy you have the picture with? From Boston. Uh, Mike, that doesn't exactly narrow it. From down. Boston. Baseball player. <laughs> You're a baseball player. You have a picture. With Nomar. Nomar. Oh, I love Nomar. Nomar. I love Nomar. Okay. Nomar. Man, I love yeah. Nomar, but like. Come on, I love Manny Ramirez. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody that's ever played for a Boston team. The Patriots for the last 20 okay. years. All right, Mike, who do you love? Uh, myself. Okay. I mean, oh, we geez. know that. I'm yeah. kidding. I'm joking. God. I, uh, I love life. That's not a who, though. Okay, I mean, uh, I don't have a... You love your boat? I love the water. I love the boat. I love, okay. my, I love, yeah, I love just being out. Doug the Pug? No. <laughs> TJ? Who do I love? Man, well... As we figured out earlier, I love so many things. So teams, many teams. Yeah, you know? so many teams. Yeah. You know, I, I, I love Joel Embiid. You know, I, I, I love Kawhi Leonard. Um, I love Elsa from 1883 now. Uh, who else? <laughs> <laughs> okay. I thought you were going to say That's from good. Frozen. That's good. <laughs> Me too. I didn't know where he was going. I thought he was going to Same thing. Let it go. I love, I, you know, I, I, I love, uh, you know. I love pro wrestling. I love I love working with these clowns because they make me laugh every day. You know, you guys do get along, which sometimes that dynamic doesn't happen. Every so often, well, that's like how you kids. know we get along because there's times where like we really get on each other's nerves really and we argue, and then that. the next day we forget about it. <laughs> yep. So that's how you know you're really friends. Yep, because it's not always like you know, fun and games. When's the last time you danced, Chris? The last time I danced, I feel like it was recently at. Uh, my son has this like tiny little guitar, and he likes to because they have a music teacher come to their school, and uh, he'll he'll take the guitar and get in front of uh, the couch and be like, "Come on, friends, let's stand up and dance." And so, I feel like it was like last week. Can you dance? Can I dance? Yeah. I like to think that I could dance. I've been told I have moves. Mm. <laughs> But it's probably been a while. <laughs> Mike, when's the last time you danced? This morning. For what? It's De La Day, because De La Soul, and they're released streaming today, so you can stream them. To me, myself, and I, this morning, when I was playing it in my house, I actually was dancing around my kitchen. Were you clothed, at least? Yes. Okay, <laughs> at least. It was right before I left. At, at least. least. Thank you. TJ? Uh, same thing. This morning, getting ready for work, something was playing. Yeah. You know. Are you, you, do you just love, are you a life lover? TJ, or are you a life, like, get by her? My life lover. That, you know, that was a great question, man. Uh, I, at this point in my life, I feel like I'm, I'm a life get by her. There was a time when, you know, I had a lust for life, and I was on the scene, and I was in these streets. And now it's just like I'm a little older, so I'm a little bit more chill and just kind of lay low. But uh, so, yeah, I never thought about it until you just put it that way, and I need to get back to being a, more of a life lover, I think. You feel like a life lover? Like, I like being around you. Well, I've been around you for two days. I mean, most people do. Yeah. Well, you shouldn't uh, take a compliment and make it better about you. You should just say thank you, but I felt that. Well, I mean, I'm gonna, why I'd lie about yeah, it? Yeah, I yeah. get it. It makes sense. <laughs> you know? If I wasn't with me, I'd want to be with okay. me. All right. Well, yeah. I'm wanting to be with you less now, I've, you know, after this. <laughs> All right. Where did you grow up, and what, you, what were you like as a kid, Chris? My dad's in the Coast Guard, so I kind of grew up in a bunch of different places. Uh, we moved a lot every three years or so uh, until we moved to Maine when I was 12. So I lived in Alaska a couple times and um, uh, the beach in Virginia and uh, Erie, Pennsylvania. So what was I like as a kid? What did you want to be? What did I want to be? I want to be doing this. I wanted to be a sportscaster. I wanted to be involved with sports in some way. Um, 
And that's what I always wanted to do. When I was in elementary school, they had these like superlatives they gave out at the end of the year. And the, the one year I was a sports announcer. And then the next year I was most competitive because they told me they didn't want to give me a sports announcer for the second straight year. So I always wanted to do uh, something like this. Del Tufo. I grew up in North Jersey and I'm not pushing faders. I started as a DJ playing in my basement. Used to record my friends playing baseball, football, because I have no athletic ability. And I figured if I can't play sports, I'll work in sports. And that's exactly it. TJ, what did I want to be? Yeah, like, where'd, you, where'd like? you grow up? I grew up, as these guys know, I grew up in Altoona, Pennsylvania, uh, kind of in the center of Pennsylvania. You know, when I was little, I wanted to be the Hulk, the Incredible Hulk. And then I realized that wasn't going to happen. Uh, then I wanted to be WWE Intercontinental Champion. Again, realized that wasn't going to happen. <laughs> but then it was always something in sports, man. You know, I always kind of saw myself, you know, when I got to college, uh, all my friends thought I'd be writing for Sports Illustrated. Um, it's kind of took a different path, especially when I got to L.A., kind of got into the TV production. And But, you know, luckily and thankful to Rich, I found my way here to be doing what I kind of knew I always wanted to be doing as you know, I remember being a little kid, you know, in your room, just dreaming big and having thoughts of doing something very similar to this. So very well, for lucky. Everybody listening, I'll tell you because I've been here for two days, but, you know, these guys are awesome. And I always like to know the people that I feel like I have a relationship with, even if I don't know them, they are. So, yeah, you guys have been so thanks for the kindness over the last two days. And we got another oh, segment. Thank you for being here. But man. you guys have just made it so easy for me. You guys have been so friendly. And I just sometimes want to share with the people that feel like they love you, too, that it's true. Like they they should. Yeah. From rich to you guys. So big thank you for me. So thank Appreciate you guys. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not dying, by the way. This is not me going, yeah. I'm not oh, going to die. Okay, well, no, then I take no. that back then. Yes, yes. So Never mind. You're situation. a jerk. Okay, we will come back in a second. <laughs> we will do a couple things. I have to, I've got a top five from TJ. I don't have it, but I, I want to hear it. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I got one ready. I have no idea what it is, but we're going to go over there and do that. And then do I need to curse a college basketball coach? Whoa. Not Ooh. curse at him, but put the curse on his team. Like Danhausen. I yeah. got gotcha. you. We'll see. We'll come back. Bobby Bones filling in for Rich Eisen. Thank you, guys. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or... Your partners? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. For those that were watching on Roku channel, 
They were watching TJ go on Price is Right. I just happened to be talking to him about that earlier today. He was like, you went on Price is Right, and he had to hold it secret, and then you guys got to experience it live here on the show. Mm -hmm. That's a, any, that's the funniest thing I've ever seen. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a funny day. Because Rich didn't want me and Brockman to turn it on. So Brockman and I are sitting here. I have the remote. I'm like, Brockman, if we turn this on, Rich is going to kill us. He goes, turn it on. Yeah, and then TJ, because TJ looked at us and go, you know, if you just change the channel like now. Rich will never Because he knew when he was coming on, and I was like, Mike, you better change the channel right now. I got to watch this. <laughs> so Rich is sitting there. He's like, I can't see. I can't, can't see. see. I said, go to And Christ. I'm like, just get over here. <laughs> and then so he gets up and he goes over there. It perfect. It just, what do we not know about that? From oh, that whole experience. Oh, we've, we've did a deep dive into oh. that. What you don't know is this, though. So I told you how I got up there. The first prize I got was a ping pong table. I won that. Then I lost the master key. Went up. I had to spin the wheel. Was the first one. I like ended like up 85 cents, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. That's two spins. I ended up with 85. The other two women went over. Go to the showcase showdown. Let me ask you this, Bobby Bones. You oh. ready for this? Still two oh, So here it. was my prize, right? The girl went first. She passed to me. It was a trip to uh, some type of NASA astronaut school in Florida. There was a really big, nice telescope, and there were two Harley-Davidson motorcycles. What would you think the Harley-Davidsons would cost? I mean, I don't know much about motorcycles, as I'm scared, but I would think tw uh, 25 each. Ah! 25 each. Okay. <laughs> right. So... I go up there and I bet $42,000 because I'm like, Harley-Davidson's are really expensive bikes. Everyone I know has one. It's pretty expensive. And then there's this flight to Florida and the telescope. I went over. It was like $22,000. And there's this. <laughs> oh, there's a big picture of him being sad. <laughs> so, and yeah, each Harley was eight grand. Was they were eight grand a piece. I would have thought it was $25,000. Yeah, but I yeah. know nothing about motorcycles. Everybody went, yeah. went over. But everyone started trashing me. And I was like... You guys wouldn't have thought that a Harley Davidson was under ten grand, so that's why I lost. Uh, the other girl I was up there with, she went over as well, so we both went over. So I failed, but I failed spectacularly. Okay, it wasn't just what you get from all of it, though. You just came away with a ping pong table. I got a ping pong table and a uh, popcorn, popcorn machine, maker, popcorn yeah. machine, and an Emmy, Emmy nomination. Well, yeah. okay, whatever. I would just I would stop after the word Emmy and just be like, yeah. <laughs> The Rich Eisen Show desk that I'm at, furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Now, this may be a dumb guy question. Let me ask. Because, yeah, picture Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, you eat so much. Mm. You're so full. Well, and don't weigh yourself after Thanksgiving because you're going to put on three or four pounds just by eating the food that day. Why does Bryce Young not do that? <laughs> like, seriously, you want to put four pounds on? Go ham. Eating. Before you have to weigh in, especially Literally if you're turkey, not turkey stuffing yes. pie, just throw it all down. Am Mashed I insane? Potatoes? I mean, no. especially if you're not going to have to run or throw right before you weigh in. I would eat, eat, eat to the point where it's unbutton your pants because you can't keep <laughs> it, and then go weigh in and be like, not as slight as you thought, humbleies. That's what I would do if I were thinking like and that. There's a steak and shake right there, so yeah, yeah I would go extremely just hard load at that. Up on just carbs, load up on carbs and steak and shake. If. Bryce Young's not in the draft. You have these three quarterbacks, and you have to go now. One, two, three. C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Anthony Richardson. Chris, what's the order you take them? I would take uh, C.J. Stroud yeah. number one, even with Bryce Young. Okay. In the in the draft class. Why? I, th I think he was consistently the best player in college football the last two seasons combined. He was the best player on the field in the national semifinal game against Georgia, and that's that game featured a lot of professional football players. 
Uh, I think his upside is just, you know, he's got the size, 6'3", 230, big guy. Uh, I think he's, I mean, he's going to kind of buck the Ohio State quarterback struggling in the NFL trend. I just think he's uh, kind of the real deal. Who's next, though? You take Levis or Richardson? Who's next? I don't know about that. I guess it kind of depends on fit. I kind of love Anthony Richardson because he's so raw. And the, the like Rich said, he looks like a linebacker who can throw it 75 yards. Um, I like him second. Let's take Will third. I kind of flip-flop either one of those guys, depending on how you feel that day. I want to go over to TJ because I, I don't know what this list is, but he has a top five. And I love TJ. I think, I think you're hilarious, by the way. I don't want to give you too much credit early on because then you'll – you know, I've heard you, you get, a, big league you get a little, little ego bit. about it. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll start to treat so, you differently. So you know, without this, question, this is my last segment, but you're hilarious. And oh, I'll tell thanks. you that now in the last segment before I leave and never see you again. Thank right? you. What's your yes. name again? Jim. Jim. Yeah, Jim. Gotcha. So, what is your top five? Well, here's the segment, right? You know, we've got Bobby Bones here, and, uh, you know, and so I decided that why not, in honor of you, make a top five list of the top bones in the world right now, in, mm. in, in, in entertainment. So in honor of Bobby Bones, I'm going to give you just a real quick top five bones. And what I want you guys to... What you got in that bag? Well, it's not necessarily a grab bag. Oh, we don't need sorry, the grab TJ. bag. It's not going to be that long. Oh, so I want on. you guys to appreciate the restraint I had to use when I'm looking up the top bones, okay? <laughs> but but here we go, Mike. If we could just throw that list up, just the top five bones. We have Jay Buner, Seattle Mariners legend. His nickname was Bone. People might not have known that. We got Bonesaw McGraw, portrayed by the legendary Randy the Macho Man oh, Savage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. Freak out. Freak out. I'm talking to you, Bobby Bones. Yeah. Next up, we have Dr. Leonard Bones McCoy. Damn it, Jim. I'm a doctor. He's one of our top five bones. And then we got Bone Thugs and Harmony. Yeah. We see got Wishbone, Lazy Bones. See you at the crossroads. Flesh and Bone. Wishbone, busy bone, lazy bone, crazy bone. And then we have for my top bone, the guy who's going to become and new UFC heavyweight champion of the world, probably the greatest fighter of all time, John Bones Jones. And that is just my top five bones in honor <laughs> of my guy, Bobby Bones here, my new BFF <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you very much. So thank you. Yeah. My yeah. favorite TJs, TJU. Yeah. TJ Hoosmanzada, who's got two mentions today. And that's the only TJs I know. But you're number one. <laughs> My list of TJs: TJ Hooker, TJ Hooker. 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 Okay, man, that's old school though. Like that was that wasn't that uh, William Shatner? Yes, yeah, exactly. dang, that's like Kojak Co- right? days <laughs> that I would watch on Locklear, like yeah. USA Network reruns. Yeah. Okay, look, this has been a fantastic time for me. I have just a few minutes left. I'd like to curse the Texas A&M Aggie basketball team officially. <laughs> I hope you never win another game. And I love College Station and the people there, but I hope you never win another game because you know why? Your coach, Mr. Buzz, rejected to come on the show. He passed. He didn't say, no, I don't have time. He said, I passed. We had a moment together, him and I, and then he passed and did not want to be interviewed by me. So I officially curse the Texas A&M basketball <laughs> team. Right here. It's over. The end. I hope you lose every game. Put the, the heebie-jeebie on them, huh? Well, unless he calls my cell phone and says, I apologize, please lift the curse. Well, he's got like three minutes. Do you know, well, it could be after the show. You know who else I cursed? Clemson football this last year. Oh. And you know what? Didn't turn out so good for him when South Carolina got a hold of him, did it? That is true. That's true. I like that, was, to, that was you who did that? I like to do that. I, took, I take all the credit okay. for that right there. You should do that. Thanks to uh, you guys. Thanks to, thanks to Rich. Thanks hey, that was to, so fun, dude. This yeah, has man, been a, a good time. great two days for me. You know, I'm going to go watch the Arkansas game tomorrow. I got my alert set on my phone. Who do you have quickly? Who do you have set as an alert if they play or they're playing or like a golfer? I have like Jordan Spieth, who I know a little bit. I have the Razorbacks. Who, what alerts do you have on your phone for sports teams? Do you have any? I, I'm not an alert guy. I just have the uh, Red Sox schedule in my calendar. 
Well, that's okay. That's yeah. good. I have yeah. the Razorbacks on my note which Saturday I can go yep. for football. What about you? Andy and Yankees. TJ? I just have the MLB update for the Mets. So, like, you know, I get their whenever they turn the lineup card in every day, I get that alert, and it's been going crazy. Spring training, there's a lot going on. Oh, yeah. going just, on. And right. new rules, too. Yeah, yeah I mean, so that's, it's, that's all I have are just my, my Mets alert as far as teams go. Despite a, the fact that there are 15 other teams that I do wrote for. <laughs> Maybe I should be. It's a lot of alerts. <laughs> <laughs> my battery would die. I can't yeah. have that, you know. <laughs> I, I met a, a PGA golfer named uh, Chesson Hadley, and him and I become friends. We just bumped into each other. I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. He didn't know who I was, and we kind of figured out that we knew of each other. And I have him alerted on my phone. And so when he makes the top 15 or something, top 20, the Honda Classic, I'm pumped and I see it. But I accidentally screenshotted a picture of his draft board. I thought I was was sending it to my friend, but I actually sent it to him. And I was like, my new BFF, he's in the top 10. And you sent it to him. I sent it to him like an idiot. I don't even know if he's my friend anymore, but we were friends until he realized I was actually a fanboy, which hurt a little bit. We've heard those stories before. You accidentally send the wrong text. But Ugh. that's it. I'm going to try to play a little golf this weekend. I've never been fitted for golf clubs until like a year ago. Changes your what? Changes my whole, right? like, yeah. yeah. And I don't have a deal with Cobra Golf, but I have Cobra Clubs and they fit me. And I'm still not a good golfer, but man, it makes all the difference yeah. in the world. By the way, you say that and you're probably like a six. No, I'm not. I'm a 12. Okay. And I'm new-ish to golf. And I'm not going to lie about, about my handicap. And I can really hit a good. So when I tell you this, because we got to go. But I, when I played at the Pebble Beach, I hit a girl in the face with a ball. Ooh. She, well, she was like eight foot off the green, and she wasn't paying attention. So I hit a ball, and I'm like, oh, that's a pretty good shot. And it hits a rock or a hill, and then it goes oh, onto man. the green like four feet from the hole. And I'm running, celebrating, giving people fives. And I get back, and they're like, hey, bro, you hit a girl in the face. And that's why the ball <laughs> rolled to the hole. Oh, wow. And so I went over. She had an ice pack on. Oh, I apologize. It was a whole oh. thing. But that was it. Hey, thank you guys for, for, for being here for me oh, in this great room. Great job, man. This is great job. Thanks to Rich, all the listeners. Really Hope you guys have a great weekend. And be sure to watch Rich on NFL Network. And that's it. Appreciate you, Bobby Bones. My podcast is 25 Whistles, my sports show. And that's all, everybody. Have a great day. That's fun. That's fun.